You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. All right, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. All right, let's get this show on the road. It's Friday. Show comes out on Friday. You know what I'm going to do? I'm probably going to go Facebook Live here just to like... I was hoping nobody would know I was here. You you, you would not want to go Facebook Live? No, I'm, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll do whatever. Let me turn this back up here to, in case someone... <coughs> we could do whatever, man. Someone wants to chime in. Someone wants to chime into the show. Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Are you putting the uh, the iPad on? No, I'm gonna just do my phone because I don't I don't feel like getting up. I understand and and doing all that all that stuff. So I'll just use my uh, my phone. How about Cam? He's pre gaming at Permanis. Okay, so Cam uh, Cam was texting us all afternoon. He's uh, off today, by the way. Uh, well, it's Fridays. Yeah, yes. it's his off day. So he was texting texting us all afternoon about going to uh, Bamboo after work. And I thought, well, okay. And actually, um, I, I I did tell uh, someone that I was coming to Bamboo tonight, and I just I I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. Was but, it uh, a young lady? Yeah, it was a young lady. Well, we can go there. <laughs> Yo, camera says hello. Ca- camera. Oh my God, camera. Cam- Camden says hello. Oh, I'm looking. Of course, he's the only yes, one watching. I'm looking at the, the my camera. Camden says hello. Um, Yeah, I did tell someone I was going to make an appearance. So let's just do the show. Let's see how we feel. And let's just go from there. But but, I I never feel like not going to Bamboo. That's true. But um, in in Cam's fashion, he said, oh, I'm at Permanis. Still. For happy hour. No, no, no. This was early. Oh, yes, yes. He said, I'm at Permanis for, I think, happy hour. Yeah. And then he's going to go pregame at someone's house. Yeah. And then go to Bamboo. That's a little... That's too hard in the paint for me. Cam wants to video chat? That's weird. I don't know how to... I think we could... I think we're going to bring him into the show here. It, it says adding, Cam. Anyway, so um, today was Friday, which... Oh, there they are. Hey, guys. How's it going? Welcome to the show. We got Cam on the show. Cam's on the show. Jordan's on the show. And an, um, and an unknown female. Who? Macy. Macy. Her name's Macy. She came out last night. Macy is on the show. Macy. Macy's on the show. To the show. main stage. Hey, Macy up top. Macy the sports girl. <laughs> Macy the sports girl. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to tip your waitresses. It's back in. Uh, Jenny says hello. Who? Uh, Jenny. Who's um, that? Jenny from the store says hello. Oh. Beer, she says beer pong. No. And Justin says, oh shit. Justin. Oh, hello there. Jenny. Hold on. This girl is quite beautiful. Who? This Macy. Macy. So what's your deal? What's your deal? Your sounds like me like every day. What's your deal? You into guys with beards and podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll be at Bamboo later, Cam. We're gonna be. I, I don't know if people can hear it's this. It's a little early for yeah, us. Well, I mean, it's only what seven fifty-three right now. Please, I'm so tired. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we we are old men, Cam. We are old men. What time will they be there? 
Hey, uh, Cam, just real quick. When do you think you are going to be at Bamboo? Like in the next 20 minutes. Okay, we'll meet you there. Yeah, we'll meet you there, Cam, because we, we got to do the show, and then I got to put the show online, and then we will be there. We, we should just have the a lot, just put it out there. No, I am. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to edit it. It's yeah, just going to go. It's just going out. It's just going to go out. I'm not going to edit this thing. Beautiful. I'll be here for two hours. Yeah, no. No, we're not going to do that. There's Jordan. Boy Jordan, as they call him, because yes. at Bamboo, there is a female Jordan. Ooh. So he is called Boy Jordan. I thought who, you were saying Boy George. No, Boy Jordan. <laughs> I think Boy Jordan had some hits in the 1980s. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> hey, put that girl back on. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know. You don't want to look at you. I don't <laughs> Oh, Macy. Maybe I should just watch. So yeah, I you should. Yeah. I'm such an Macy idiot over here. I'm like, Macy who is this? Will are. Macy will are. All right, Cam, thank you so much, and we will see you later. All right, okay. Yeah, turn down your volume. Macy looking like a snack. Justin yeah. Mocha. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you guys can understand like, what kind of show this is. There she is. I don't see her. Oh yeah, Fuck I don't yeah. see this girl. So what? So what's going on, Macy? Are you uh, in in school? Do you work? Yeah, what do you do? Are you in sales? She's a dental hygienist. Oh, she likes Here, people's ha- mouths. Look at these. Some beaut. I, I have I have beautiful teeth. You have to turn down your volume. For me? Yeah. I can, oh, I, I, I can hear it. Okay, calm down. Calm down. I can't hear you, but yeah, you have nice teeth. Oh, I've seen that girl before. I've never seen her before. In my dreams, maybe. I think I've seen her before. Maybe at Cam's house. Probably at Cam's house. She's with Cam now. Mike, look what I'm drinking. Oh, that's my favorite. Red's Apple Wicked Ale, whatever it's called. Oh, my goodness. Dude, Cam loves sheets. He's like, they got $199. Everything's $199 at sheets. He probably stole it. Cam, is your dad coming to Bamboo tonight? Those are pretty hot socks. I mean, his socks go. Ask him if his dad's coming. Hey, Cam, is your dad even making an appearance tonight at Bamboo? I, my dad might come to Bamboo. Jordan wants to show you his trophy, his baseball trophy. He's the most bitches ever hit in a single night, 75. He, he's showing me a, a trophy, Jordan. What is it up for? <laughs> it's for baseball. Baseball? Yeah, I'm not sure how good this is for the for the actual like listeners. Well, it doesn't matter. There are only listeners. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind of true. We are communicating with our our audience. We are with, with the audience is on the show. Our engagement is at like a hundred percent. Yeah, where where are you guys? Jordan's. Is that an Oscar? Right right Hey Macy. You know. Oh yeah. I can't play music on my show, guys. I don't have the rights to that. <laughs> it could be in the background. We could be listening to the radio. Really? Yeah, I think so. I guess since it's yeah, we're not really publishing it. We're, it's not really like on the air. We're not playing it for our purposes. No, it just happens to be there. Yeah, on the show. You know. All right, let's move on. Well, here's the deal, Cam. Listen, we're gonna see you guys later. Okay. <laughs> All right, Cam. All right, have a good day. Guys. All right, thanks for watching. Night, thanks for being part of the show. We will see you at Bamboo in about an hour. All right, have fun, guys. 
So um, yeah, him and Chelsea will be there. All right, good. Good, good, good. I don't know. So, <laughs> who knows? It doesn't even matter anymore. Cam, I get it. Peace. Yes, peace. If you drive around Cranberry, like you'll see Cam. Yeah, you will. Like you'll just like run into him. Yeah, Cam is just a part of He's the like omnipresent. Yeah, they, there'll be a statue of Cam at some point. He's, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, it's not good. It's not good at all. Cam, just g- cancel. Get out of here. <laughs> Just says, Cam looks like he has the Benjamin Button disease. That's what your brother said. <laughs> Justin's coming home this week. Uh, we got to do some shows We're then. we do some shows. We got to do some shows. Yeah. Now, Freaks does, and peaks. Now, does Keenan live in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Well, oh. I think he, yeah, he's like from Cranberry. Okay, but like I didn't know if. Um, he like is back and forth, I think. Or something. Yeah, that because when I, I listened to their last show. And uh, he said that he had to travel to Columbus from Pittsburgh. Yeah, and yeah, he so, lives here. Oh, okay. See, I thought they both lived out there. I, don't think I was confused about that. Who knows? But um, no, Cam is a uh, a fixture of the greater Cranberry area. <laughs> a fixture, yeah. <laughs> Which includes He's sort of like a Mars, medicated Pete. Yeah, ma- yeah, Mars and Wexford. Cam and- is the medicated <laughs> Pete of Cranberry. <laughs> yes, he- and if you don't know who medicated <laughs> Pete is, you need to look him up. Yeah, just Google like, right it right now. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i saw medicated pete once Ow. um he hangs out at a certain establishment downtown yeah yeah and uh i believe i saw like the pizza place oh okay yeah i was like medicated pete i'd love to <laughs> I, i'd love to run into him in real life oh i think that'd be hilarious that's funny um your brother says that keenan lives in Seabus. well why is he here then oh the it's that columbus yeah, Seabus is Columbus. Seabus. <laughs> oh man, I got I got Seabus. Oh, just give me a minute. Sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like got a leak or something. Seabus. Uh, Woof. Yeah, I I thought well maybe he just goes back and forth because I mean it's it's not close but it's also not far per se. Well, you, yeah, I you, mean it's not a convenient drive. No, not at all. It's like three hours of like cornfields. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever driven? Like, as I used to drive from Pittsburgh to Wisconsin. That's insane. And it's a, like a 14-hour drive. Fuck that. And when... You so it. you leave. Um, he's training someone in Pitt for his job. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's fine. So you leave Pennsylvania. And Pittsburgh is pretty close to Ohio. Yeah. So you get out of Pittsburgh, out of Pennsylvania very quickly. And then you enter into Ohio. And you're you're just driving straight across the top of Ohio towards the Midwest. You Where know, do you go, towards, Michigan, and then over? No, no, no. Well, there's two ways to do it. When I first did it, I wasn't aware of the the car ferry from Muskegon, <coughs> which is in Michigan, to Milwaukee. Okay, Muskegon used to be our farm team, the Penguins. Oh, really? In the early '90s. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you would just go straight to Chicago. And then swing up north past Chicago. Just go straight up to to, to Wisconsin. Mm. And so when you're going across the state of Ohio, it literally lasts forever. Yeah. Like you think you're never <clears throat> going to get out of it. Yeah. It's, it's I'm not sure if, if it's wider than Pennsylvania, Mm-mm. but it feels like it is. It's not wider. It no. can't be wider. No. Pennsylvania is pretty Ohio is wide. like Pennsylvania, but like flipped. Yeah, it's very interesting. 
It's like Tetris. Yeah. It's like someone was dropping the states in. Yeah. And they all just kind of fit together. Yeah. 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 Ohio is um, my only real experience in that state is driving through it. <laughs> yeah. I Which can't I say mean. The same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's really funny. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. So speaking about the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, we were able to watch them um, take care of the Philadelphia Flyers pretty handedly okay, the other night. Okay, here's the thing about the Flyers. I, I am, you're not going to find a bigger Pens fan than me. Sure. But watching the Flyers lose to any team is nearly as enjoyable as seeing the Penguins beat any team. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I I hate that city. Yeah. I hate that team. The ugly colors. Yep. It's just a messy city. Yeah. It's a rough city. It's rough. Philly is rough. The people are rough. They're rough. And I'm like, you know. I still think my favorite thing you've ever said is the most famous person for Philadelphia is a fictional character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know. And then somebody on Twitter was like, so we beat them five to two. Yes. And that's also how many Stanley Cups each franchise has. Oh, wow. I never even thought about like, that. That's strong. That's pretty strong. That is strong. So a goal for every cup. The, the, Penguins are looking pretty good right now. Yeah, I would they're say, looking pretty strong. I would say that the the Penguins, the only team right now that can beat right to this day, that can beat the Penguins in seven games, would be Nashville. Maybe Winnipeg. Oh, really? The Winnipeg Jets? Yeah, Winnipeg's really good. Now, what and you... maybe this sounds crazy. Maybe the the Devils. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, that's I, interesting. But we would beat Washington. We'd beat Philly. We'd beat Columbus. We'd beat Florida. We'd beat Toronto. Okay. And three, two months ago, I'd say we wouldn't have beat Tampa. Yeah. But I think they already played their best hockey. I think we'd beat Tampa right now. Okay. But Boston is the team in the East that scares me the most. But yeah. We, it, if the Penguins are going to win the Cup, I think that they need Tampa or Toronto to knock out Boston. Ah, I see. Because they're in the other Eastern Division. I see. I think that that's how that would play that, out. It's like for the Steelers to win the Super Bowl, someone needs to knock out the Patriots. Yeah. That's our that's the way that we can get there. That's how I feel right now. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But I just think that we don't match up well against Boston. Yeah. And we don't right now I don't think we match up well against the Predators. But we'll see. Things change, and yeah. the only time we can see the – if we have to play the Predators, it means we're in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. So yeah. it's a good problem to have. Yeah. And Winnipeg and Nashville have to eventually play each other probably. Yeah. In the same so division. we'll so see what happens A lot there. of things have to go down 
Yeah. For to that point, but you got you got to win one round first, and then yep. move on. Sometimes the first round's the hardest round. Sure. It, it really, it is. I I, I just think that because then you get into like a, a you win it, and then you get into like a groove. You get into a groove. You're playing a lot of hockey, and it's. It's moving along. Yeah, and then you kind of see where you fall in the and bracket. And you're gaining confidence. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I could be wrong. I don't know. Just I mean, let you know, your brother fired someone from Philly today. Well, that makes me very happy. And he said that the, they, the Flyers lost uh, to Boston. They did last night. Last night. Yes, yeah, three to two. 22 yeah. seconds left in the game. Yeah. Thank you for informing me. I That's what know. he said. Well, <laughs> he's just letting me know okay. via the Facebook yes. line. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, it's good to have. You know when Howard does his show, Howard Stern, because him and I are on a first-name basis now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that during the show, you remember... <laughs> oh, that's funny. You remember back in the day, if you watch Howard TV when Jackie was still on the show, oh. him and Jackie had desks that faced, faced each, each other. other. yeah. And Jackie would write jokes. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, he'd write jokes and put them put, in front of uh, Howard. Yeah. Well, in today's technologically advanced world, those comedy writers are not in the studio, and they just constantly feed him jokes and things to say. So I'm feeling Justin is just giving me talking points. Well, that's good. I'm glad that he can contribute to to the show. (laughs) No, last night, Washington lost, the Flyers lost, and the Devils lost. Really? The only team in our division that did anything was Columbus. So it was a good night for the Penguins last night, even on on an off night. Okay. Um, because if Washington won, they're back ahead of us. So we'll so see. Tomorrow we, night we play Toronto. So, so we're now game. at the top of our division right now. Yes. Okay. So we play Toronto tomorrow on Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. Oh, it's a big game. Oh wow! And what? Where? Where are they in the standings? They are third in their division, with but they have three more points than we do. Their division's top heavy, like meaning. The, their their top three teams are really really good. Yeah, and then there's like a big drop off. Our division is like the first place team and the last place team are only like eight points separated. Okay, okay. You see what I mean? Yeah, we're in a very uh, competitive. The, I think we're in the toughest division. Yeah, but uh, hey, I mean we're really good. We have a very good divisional record. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, well, that looks good for the future. Uh, by the way, Cam is back. Cam's back in the game, and he has said one, two, three. Four yo's. Yo, yo. Um, what? He, he said, what up to Corey? Justin, what? I don't know. I, mm. I, I, I'm i not sure what Cam is talking okay. about. So th- this past week, Cam mm-hmm. has come over my house tw- two nights in a row. Okay. In the first night, he's been asking me for a long time to get into the comic uh, movies. Into the Marvel Universe. Marvel. The cinematic Universe. Yes. The MCU, as they call the it. The MCU. And I said, okay, bring the MCU over. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. bring an Xbox and then bring whatever it is. Bring I'll, the whole MCU. I'll, I'll provide the setting. Yeah, and the theater and seating the, and the ambiance. The ambiance, the lighting. <laughs> okay, and you provide the actual movie, and then you have to contribute some food. Okay, okay, you got to contribute a snack. Cam, a drink. For, j- Cam just asked, "Where are the sluts?" What he just said, "Where are the sluts?" <laughs> what Cam, is he talking you're, about? You're hanging out with the sluts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. So anyway, he brings over, I don't know what night it is. He brings over the Wednesday night. He brings okay. over Captain America 2. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. so that's where I'm introduced. Okay, 
The now, Winter watched, Soldier. Now, that's not the first one I saw. I saw Doctor Strange. I like that movie. I just saw it. Okay. I like it. Because I, fir- I saw the first like half hour at your house. Then that's I had to true. Leave that's true. Week. Yes, yes, yes. So I watched it on Netflix. Okay. So I finished it. Very interesting movie. Yes. Not my favorite, but well, very interesting. Doctor Strange is an interesting superhero. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's very powerful. Yeah, and he's not like a mainstream superhero. He's not like someone. He's not like a Superman or something. No. I didn't even. I've never even heard of Doctor Strange. Yeah, because he's a he's a real he's like a comic book uh, character. He's a sorcerer. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a sorcerer. Yes, he is. So he's a sorcerer. Uh, he's a little behind the scenes. Yeah. So uh, you know, I got caught up with that, and then I really got into. Okay, I didn't know anything about the MCU. Sure. I was under the assumption that these movies were sort of child movies. No, like for children. I didn't know. Yeah. So I got into the Captain America 2 while Scarlett Johansson's in it with yep. red hair. Yeah. Sign me up. Yep. I'm in. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you know, here's me. I'm like glued to the TV. I was like, oh, yeah, that, this is a great movie, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like in all of them. And Robert Redford's in it. Yeah, he was very. And I was like, he, listen. He was, you know, I want to say something. He was surprisingly good in it. He's very good. Now, he's a great actor, yes. Yes, he's a great actor. But sometimes actor. if you throw a great actor yeah. into an oddball role, yeah. it doesn't work. But he is a movie star. That's the thing. Robert he, Redford's a classic movie star. And it's because you it doesn't think, matter what he does. Listen. He stand there. One of my favorite stories is, you know, Sean Connery turned down The Lord of the Rings. What an idiot. But it's because he didn't understand it. He didn't know what it was. Well, instead, he makes League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And that's true. And that ended his career. Well, right. he's also old and just he he's retired. He's to retired. The and he's like 90. Yeah. But the thing is, though, like, let's say he said yes to that. Would he have done that great of a job? Not really understanding it. Cam. Quit Cam, calling me. Cam, you need to control your fucking track, man. He's drunk. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. It's okay. But anyway, it, it, so like sometimes you have these Hollywood actors, they're thrown into these movies because their agent needs them to make like a blockbuster, but they don't understand what it is. Right. The nice thing about Robert Redford is he might never have read a comic book in his life, but he just plays the role. He was a really good character in that movie. He played it really well because he didn't need to be a superhero. He didn't have any powers. He just was playing a character. And he he took it seriously and did it very well. It it was a very, very good movie. So I said, okay, while it's fresh, let me see Civil War. Yes. Which was the next... He's calling me like eight times in a row here. Yeah, he's in... Cam, you're being an asshole. So... Jesus... Just turn your phone off. That's what I'm going to do. So anyway, I watched Civil War. And I thought that that was... I liked it a little better because there were more characters in it. Yes. Um, You know, I honestly don't think you really need to see Captain America 1. No, I'm not going to. I don't really think it's... I mean... Is Scarlett Johansson in it? No. Because it, it. it takes place in World War too okay yeah no um and that's the end where he p- crashes the plane right yeah and then okay. he's frozen frozen okay so i know that part yeah so that's really i mean there's a young howard stark tony stark's father i love iron man so i yeah. thought civil war was really cool yes yeah civil war is i actually don't even like i like robert downey jr yes yeah 
So I don't even need Iron Man. He's just a really yeah. He's very good in the role. It's him. He's it's the role. It's not in the suit. Him being Iron Man doesn't really do anything for me. No, it's him being a um, arrogant playboy. Yes, that's that's um, he's kind of what Batman kind of should be, but like he's not as dark. Well, no, Batman's all about being dark. Batman's a dark figure, but, yeah. but with similar resources. Yeah, yeah. You know, your um, your brother is reminding me that you kind of do need to see, uh, um, Captain America one because there is an important part of like the whole cinematic. Basically, every Marvel movie, the like or like the really important ones. Yeah. They 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 tried to throw something in, like an Infinity Stone, a Tesseract, something that is meant for way later. Yeah. And he's saying that because I don't really remember Captain America one. I saw it like in the theaters like a long time ago. That there's a Tesseract in it or like an Infinity Stone. There's 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 something just yeah a, a one little nugget of something in that movie that's important later. Now Civil War introduced the new Spider Man. Yes. I could take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm not. I I, I think the actor who played him was not very good. But well, I got to tell you though, in my opinion, it's the best Spider-Man that we've seen yet. Okay, well, I guess I have to see the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, because like Tobey Maguire, those were okay, but those were made in the early 2000s. They still kind of had like a 1990s feel to them. Yeah, uh, Tobey Maguire was fine. The one thing I do like is that okay? So in the comic books, Spider-Man's webbing does come from something on his hand. It's like mechanical. He makes the, excuse me, he makes the webbing and it's in a little thing on his wrist and he squirts it out. In the, in the Tobey Maguire movies, they decided to make the webbing just part of his mutation. Yeah. Which I think makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I like because that. Because if a spider can shoot webbing out of itself, why does Spider-Man need to make his own webbing? So, but yeah. in the comic book, though, he does. So, I the the, the real comic book people followed like the fact that Spider Man is extremely intelligent. He, like Tony Stark, can like engineer things. So, they like the fact that there are scenes of him making his web shooters as part of being Spider Man. But for me, it makes a lot more sense for it to be part of his mutation. Yes. But, like, um, the Tobey Maguires are kind of like the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Yeah. They live in their own world now. Then you have the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, which was just a complete... It was awful, in my opinion. I didn't think he was very good at all. And now we have the new Spider-Man. Now, I have not seen Homecoming, so I don't know how he is carrying a whole movie, but I thought he was really good in Civil War. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think he's the best Spider-Man that, that we've seen yet. Well... They should show more of Spider-Man's mom, who's Marissa Tomei. Aunt. Aunt May. Okay. Spider-Man's parents are dead. Oh, okay. Like many superheroes. Aunt May needs Aunt May. more appearances. I th- I'm, I'm assuming Aunt May uh, will be in the Homecoming movie a lot. I'm assuming. Well, I... Yeah, so we need to see in. that. I So right now, I need so to see... So what's my next... My next move is I need to see the Thors. Oh, you got to see Thor number one. I don't one. know the Thors. You got to see Thor number one. You have to. I'm. Tr- I want to see them in order. Ah, uh, well. I know I'm all messed up. 
you're already out of order. I know. But the problem is there's too many. Well, there that's are, how Marvel makes money. There's so many. I mean, how do you want to start like Civil War made like one point two billion dollars? Yeah, because it was a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's so much talking. Marissa Tomei is still fine. That's that's from your bro. Yes, this is why we want more of her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so like the first movie was Iron Man one, and that started this whole thing rolling. And there's like four or five movies per phase. You know, so like right now, I think what's important is you've seen Civil War. Yeah, I know all the characters. Okay, you've seen Age of Ultron. No. Age of Ultron is is an Avengers movie. Okay. So it has Age of Ultron's before Civil War. Takes place right before it. Mm. You know how it's called the Sarkovia Accords? Yes. Remember that? Yeah. There in something went in down. Age of Ultron, that's when they go to Sarkovia. And that's when they destroy it. Okay. Because of Ultron. Well, I'm not really giving any, like anything away there because you've already seen Civil War. You've already seen well, it. Oh yeah, I'm not a big movie. I'm fine. Yeah, but like, um, because watching an Avengers movie like that, you're going to see everyone: Hulk, Thor, all the characters, Hawkeye. I mean, them all. They're What's all so special about Hawkeye? He shoots bone arrows. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, when you first of all, Jeremy Renner's a terrible actor. But when you have a movie like this. Um, you you can't just have the the big guns, okay? Because it's very unbalanced, okay? Scarlett Johansson and Hawkeye are just people, okay? They're not superheroes, like they don't have powers. Just uh, Scarlett Johansson just plays a Russian spy, yeah, who's just really good at fighting and just like being who she is. Hawkeye is just a super good marksman with his bow and arrow. That's it. But then you have Thor, who's a god. Okay, and then you have the Hulk, and then you know Iron Man, who's a super genius with a suit. So they they kind of they have to have a balance of characters. Okay, okay, they they just can't have all like Vision's my favorite character. We well, gotta understand Vision is like super powerful, but they don't use him. Yeah, he doesn't have enough. Okay, they they really he's literally okay. So you know the story behind him, right? Vision, okay. You know when Tony is in his suit? Yeah, he's, and he's, the, he's Jarvis. And he yeah, he's talking to Friday. Okay, you heard Friday, right? Because Jarvis, it used to be his computer system. And then Tony created Ultron, which is a computer system, which messed with Jarvis. He ended up, they ended up putting Jarvis's consciousness into a body. It was, you, you have to watch Age of Ultron. That's where Vision is created. Okay. And then there's an infinity stone in his head. Yeah. And it makes him ultra powerful. Yeah. I okay. See, I want to see that. But they really don't use him a lot. And I think one of the reasons is he's too powerful. He's He creates an imbalance. Because if you have Vision on your team. And he's wa- sort of like the peacemaker. He's all about like calming people down. Yeah. Because he's, he's, he's literally a computer. He's a living computer. Yeah. So his intelligence is like boundless. Okay, it's yeah, really cool. Yeah, but what's what's interesting is if you have someone like Vision, what the hell do you need Spider Man for? That's what I mean. See, that's the problem. That's what. That's why they don't use him. Yeah, I'm like, why doesn't Vision just kill this uh, Hawkeye? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like Vision literally could just incinerate him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Vision could just like phase through walls and stuff. Yeah, like, he's a little like overpowered. I thought Samuel Jackson's pretty good too. Well, he okay. So here's the deal: Nick Nick Fury 
in the 80s was played by um, Mr. Um, Baywatch himself. David Hasselhoff? Yes. Nick Fury's supposed to be white. Okay. However, there was a comic book. I'm not sure if it was an alternate universe or something, but there was an Avengers comic book that came out and they asked Samuel L. Jackson if they could use his likeness to be the new Nick Fury who they were going to make black. And he said, sure. So you can go and find these comic books where it looks like Samuel L. Jackson as this alternate universe Nick Fury. And if that's incorrect, people, I apologize. I, I'm not sure if it's an alternate universe. It was something where instead of being yeah. white, they made him black. Okay. So when they started to make the movies, they were just like, well, we're going to have Samuel L. Jackson do it. Well, it worked out. Yeah. But you, but look it up. David Hasselhoff is Nick, Nick Fury. Oh, God. Yeah. The Hoff. Yeah, the Hoff. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on there? <laughs> yeah. Remember he, that video where he was all like drunk and messed up? He was <laughs> eating cheeseburgers on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> He's huge in Germany. Huge. Can you imagine that he in, in the U.S. he's an actor? He's a, he's a D, singer. He's a D-list actor. I yeah, mean, but he's he a used, pop star in Germany. Well, he used to be like an A-list actor, yeah. and now he's way down in the tank. But when he goes to Germany, he's a pop star. Well, Baywatch is in syndication. He doesn't need to work again. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah, that's true. But I, I really kit, you know, the, the car. Knight oh, Rider. yeah, 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 oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah. Knight Rider's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. music would play. You gotta have a like, talking car. Oh, the talking car. I mean, it was like <laughs> the coolest thing, man. Like, ah, oh, it light up in the front. Yeah. Like, it was just yeah. badass. It was black. Yeah. You know, he wore like a leather jacket. Yeah. It's pretty badass. He yeah. was huge. Hasselhoff was like, there was a time. He was like the biggest star in the country. He, yeah. yeah. And then. With his pop career, maybe the world. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like, in one country, you're a famous TV actor, and then, like, you walk, waltz into another one, and you're, like, a pop star? He just has to, like, know German. He just sings, because he sings in German. Yeah. He's not a pop star in English. No, he's German. Yeah. I mean, Hasselhoff. I know. Yeah, Hasselhoff. I know, but, like, still, it's... Oh, Very interesting. Whatever. I've never listened to a Daisy, David Hasselhoff piece. Well, I will. It's going to put me to sleep tonight. <laughs> now, okay, I have a question. Cam is like gone. Yeah, Cam doesn't know what's happening. Um, what do you think the chances are of a rematch for the Stanley Cup? Uh, right now? Yeah. I would say 80%. Really? Yeah. I. It, huh. uh, that's a really good question. If you said to me, who has a better chance to make it out of their conference? Yeah. I would say. I would still say the Penguins. Yeah. Because they just know how to win. I sure. Mean, there's, there's nobody can match up with Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I would say them, but. Man, I just don't see how anybody's beating Nashville in the West. I, it's going to be really tough. How man. are they so good? They because they didn't. Well, they okay. have. They wait. They, they their they, defense is unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Their their six defensemen are the best in the league. Okay. That's incredible. Okay, they just have like the six best defensemen basically. Their their defense 
where we won the cup last year is where is really our defense stood like we we played better than we we than expected. Yeah. Um. Their weakness was their goaltending. Yes. Um, and at the end of the day, we've talked about this games five and six. They didn't score a goal. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. well, you can't win the Stanley Cup if you don't score the goal. You, you got to score, score a goal. I mean, you yeah. score goals in only yeah. four to six games. Yeah, so you're gonna lose. Yeah, it's not. You're good. spotting the Penguins two victories. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> you you can't you can't do that. You can't give the Penguins two victories and expect to win. Expect to, to to beat them in the long run. Game five in Pittsburgh, where we beat them like six nothing. That might have been Crosby's finest game. I I remember that. I that think game. that's the finest game I've ever seen him play. Yeah, I remember complete that. game. Yeah, he just dominated the game. I've never really seen anybody, you know, not. I don't think he scored a goal. I think he had like two or three assists. It, I mean, but that's what. But that's, that's what he's what there he for. Yeah, he that's what he's there just, for. Yeah, he. I was like, oh my goodness, that's what he's there for. That was crazy. But yeah, I mean, their their goaltending is playing much better right now. Is it the same goaltender? Yes. as uh, last year. Yes, yeah, okay. but a lot of things happen in two months of playoff series. So by the time, let's say they do meet again, you know, they had a couple injuries. We had a couple injuries. Yep. I don't know if Pekarene is going to hold up to go four rounds in the playoffs again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's sure. a lot of. Yeah, I understand that. There's so many things. It's hard to say. The, yeah. the, the Stanley Cup Finals, unfortunately, are a survival test instead of who's the best, who's playing the best. That's true. It's sort of like we've survived this long, and then it's like, are right, these two teams are left standing. Who's healthier? Yeah. Almost. You know what I mean? Who, who's able to take it all who's the way? Who's able to take it all the way? Like, yeah. You, you know, it's so close. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, almost... You think like the Penguins in 08 and 09, we lost, then we won. Maybe Nashville, like, this is their two year period where sure. they lost, now they win. You know, put it this way if the Penguins don't make it to the final, I would probably, in Nashville did, I'd probably root for Nashville to win. Yeah. I think it would be good for hockey to have a market like that win the Stanley Cup. Sure, yeah. Uh, and. And to make it to the finals two years in a row is very, very difficult. Sure. I mean, we did it once, now twice. Yeah. You know, if we make it three years in a row to the final, I mean, that's really. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I don't, I just don't, as much as I, I love the pens, I just don't know if they can go four rounds again. I. It's tough, man. Now, what do you think about the moves they made with, uh, I'm sorry, I forget his name. Broussard. Yeah. Has he been doing anything? Yeah, he's playing really well. He's a really solid player. He doesn't have a weakness. Yeah. He's not going to light it up. He's not going to score three goals a game. Yeah. And you're not going to notice him doing, like, all these unbelievable things. Like, Gino scores a goal, and it's, like, you know, on YouTube in 10 seconds. Sure. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Broussard just is – he's just a really complete player. He, You're not going to, like, expose him. Okay. You know, we were exposed in that position before. Now we, we're not – so it, it locked that down. And that's the third line forward or yeah, center. Yeah, he's Kessel center. Okay. So we'll see. I don't I don't know. I don't, yeah. I, you, listen. Kind of hard se- to tell. Center position, we have it. We If you if that was what w- wins you cups, then we should win every cup. Yeah. Um, if it's defensive core that wins Stanley Cups, the Predators will win the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah. But the ultimate equalizer is goaltending. Sure. 
You can have. Oh, you could have the best of the best. You but could if, score five goals a game, but if you give up six, you lose. Yeah. So Matt Murray, if he plays well, covers up some mistakes, then we'll probably win the cup. Yeah. If if um, Pecorine plays like he did last year against us, we're probably going to win the cup. If Pecorine plays like Matt Murray did last year, they'll probably win the cup. Yeah. Can you, you know? imagine if we went if we went three years in a row? I can. I yeah. mean, it would be just unbelievable. Like even if we didn't win again, it'd still just be like, yeah, it would be like a an era defining moment. If we win three cups in a row, we'll be we'll be put along like um, like we'll have an all time team. Meaning, yeah, like we talk about like Islanders of the early eighties, yeah. And Edmonton of the mid eighties, yeah, they will, and then Detroit of like the late nineties, yeah, they'll be like the the the, the two thousand era Penguins. Penguins were led by Sidney Crosby, yeah, yeah were the team. Like they'll yeah. be, they'll talk about us like the seventy seven Canadians, yeah. Versus, you know what I mean? Like definitely. Like we'll we're, we'll be in history books, yeah. You know what I, that kind of thing, yeah. Um, but two in a row is obviously awesome in this era for sure. For for sure, for sure. Yeah. If we win three in a row, that's just Crosby might vault himself to be the second best player of all time. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, in my book, Mario's number one. Yeah, Orr's number two. Yeah, Gretzky's number three. You, Sid will have to jump S- somewhere somebody. there. Yeah. Some, he'll yeah. be in that to conversation. three Stanley Cup teams in a row, yeah. and that'll be his fourth cup and fifth final. That's 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 a conversation where you're he's well he is now in. He has eleven hundred points in eight hundred and fifty games. That's unbelievable, right? That's and if unbelievable. He wasn't hurt at his current pace. He'd almost be at fourteen hundred. And okay, so that gives you some idea of of his uh, prowess. And that's Malkin, unreal. Malkin is approaching a thousand points. Oh yeah, he's around nine hundred, I think. He's a phenomenal player. Malkin's he, my favorite player to watch. Night in, night out, he's still number, the best player to watch. Yeah, I that the 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 all of the series up to, I think it was the oh nine Stanley Cup win, mm-hmm. because you know there was a lot of hockey played in those two years oh eight and oh nine. Yeah, and I'm thinking it it was the. The uh, the playoff series to go to the 9 one to then win the Carolina the yeah trick game just yeah. Malkin's playing he scored yeah. that that spin around backhand goal I mean yeah. he was scoring goals that you just you just don't do yeah like that's just impossible yeah YouTube stuff yeah literally yeah. highlight real Freakish. shit yeah he's a freak yeah it doesn't make any sense he's a very very talented player I mean yeah listen. When he, uh, he, I kind of mean, I mean it as a compliment, but it sounds like it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. When he wants to be. Yeah. He's the best player in the world. Yeah. He doesn't always seem to want to be, though. Where Crosby, it's all he ever thinks about. Yeah. Crosby lives and dies with it. Yeah. But Malkin is, when he's like in the zone. Like you might as well like not even come to the rink. Yeah, to just play just stay home. Just stay home. I remember reading a um, an article on the Players Tribune. It's a website. It's very cool. It was started by like Derek Jeter, I think. And okay. Colby Armstrong and Ryan Whitney, both ex Penguins, were having a conversation. Yeah, and they were talking about. 
off-season training with Sid. Yeah. And one of the um, players from Detroit, what I forget how many years ago this was, they were in Colorado, and they were training at this rink. And he said Sid was training so hard that the guy that Sid was training with, I really forget the, the player's name now, a good player, I mean, a really good player, not an all-star anything, but he's a yeah. solid NHL player, came off the rink and said, I didn't even touch the puck. That's how great he is. I couldn't even touch it. Wow. Sid didn't even let him touch the puck. That's that, uh... That's how dominant of a player Sid is when he's practicing in the offseason. Yeah. In the... <laughs> That, that's really what <laughs> separates Sid and Malkin, I think. Yeah. Is that I think Malkin enjoys himself more. Like You'll see him swimming yeah. with great white sharks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whales. Well, like, I think Malkin, in Malkin's mind, I think he won the lottery. Yeah, well, yeah. He he get he got to play with the team he wanted to play with, the yeah. uh, Penguins. That's lottery win one. Yeah. And then he got to play with Sid, with Sidney Crosby. Yeah. That's lottery win two. Yeah. And now he has three Stanley Cups, four appearances. He has yeah. a Hall of Fame career. And in his mind, yeah, I could be the greatest player in the he, world. Because he knows what, what, what counts. It's exactly. The rings. It's the rings. Kiss the rings. Yeah, exactly. That's all it's about. It's all he, it's about. His name's on the Stanley Cup three times. Yeah, and you can win heart trophies or whatever. He has it. He's done it. Exactly. Like it's, it's They're it, not playing for that anymore. Yeah. Sydney, if you ask Sidney Crosby right now, would you want to win the scoring title? He'd be like, well, if I do, great. If not, no big deal. Yeah. He he wants to win the cup. the Conn Smythe Trophy in the Stanley Cup. Exactly. That's yeah. what they play for now. They're yeah. they're past they're legacy players now. They're not yeah. they're not playing for individual yeah um, accolades. They are like Mario's first seven years in the league. He was playing for accolades. Yeah, because he did, he had a shit team. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he was like, it's time to win a Stanley Cup. Exactly. And then they won Stanley Cups. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So when it that they're. Remember the year that Mary Lemieux won, scored 199 points in the NHL. Uh-huh. He didn't even win the MVP that year because they gave it to Wayne Gretzky playing in LA. Yeah, because the NHL is a bunch of wieners. Yeah, okay, wieners, and they wanted to. Get, they don't like to give French Canadians any love. You have to understand the Canadian press. Oh, really? Yeah, English speaking Canadians rule the roost. Oh, they, there's a little hatred between French speaking and English speaking Canadians. That's interesting. Yeah, there was a lot of bias towards Mario. Mario should probably have he won um, three MVPs. He should probably have six and uh, probably at least six. Huh? Yeah. But did like Gretzky He or... scored like 40 more points that season and, and they and they still didn't give him the MVP. I understand. Right. So when they say, OK, Gretzky has nine MVPs, that's a. <laughs> I'm not diminishing Wayne Gretzky. He was yeah, a great player. Of course. But if, if Wayne Gretzky in his prime was playing today, he wouldn't make the all-star game. That's unbelievable. I'm telling you. Yeah. If well, Mary Lemieux in his prime was playing today, he'd score 150 points in the season. Like 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 we said during the game, I just want to see him suit up for one game. Yeah. Just to scare the shit. We should be happy that we got to see him play. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, you have to understand. Mary Lemieux won a scoring title while he had cancer. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. He won right? a scoring title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was the most dominant player in the league while he had cancer. Yeah, that's all think, you have to know. Think about that. That doesn't make any sense. If 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 a football player um, sprains their ankle, they're out for the six games. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you have to yeah. kind of put in context what you got to witness. Sure, yeah. He We got to witness the greatest talent that's ever lived play in our city. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because when I was a kid – we had igloo club club seats, and yeah. we had my father had season tickets, and him and his medical partners uh, shared. You know, they, yeah. they 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 split the the whole season. Sure, and uh, you know we would drive up from Uniontown, and it was a it was our it was a huge night on the town. Eat oh, at, remember yeah. that eat at the igloo club. The igloo club was and then glass you, block. Yep, and then you oh. had the seats, and then you went to your seats after you had dinner. And you got to watch Lemieux and Yager play. Yeah. But back then, you kind of took it for granted yeah. because yeah. it's like a kid today going to see Crosby and Malkin. Yeah, they it's don't not re- always going to be like that. They don't that. realize in 15, 20 years, they're they're going to be unretired. And you want to know what I wanted to say? I'm not surprised. And I don't know when Lemieux got married in his career. I don't know when that happened. But I'm really not surprised that Crosby... 92-1, he got married. ...isn't, like, married or anything. He has a girlfriend, but I don't. I think he's waiting to do that after he's done. Exactly. Because I watch a lot of these documentaries about strongmen and bodybuilders, and they... Bodybuilders more than strongmen. Um, because strongmen don't have to focus on getting ripped. No. They just have to focus on getting as strong as humanly possible. And they're fat as fuck. Yeah. Where a bodybuilder, it takes, in my opinion, from watching all these documentaries, a lot more focus to be a bodybuilder. Discipline. Because bodybuilding isn't about strength. It's about proportions. You know, most bodybuilders are under six feet tall. Yeah. Phil Heath, who is the yeah. Mr. Universe, he wins yeah. every year, is like five foot eight. Okay. Um, Hapthor Bjornsson, one of the strongest men in the world, is six foot nine. Is that the mountain? Yes. Yeah. Eddie Hall is six foot three. I watched him deadlift like eleven hundred pounds the other day. It was a new yes. world record. Yeah. So, the metal bar was bending in half. Yeah. He, he, he was like laughing. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. Like, what a beast! Like Eddie Hall is like four hundred pounds. Yeah. Okay. So it's different. Different. And I was watching this this documentary about bodybuilders. And they say that when you are in competition and when you are doing it and it is your career, there's no you you can have a girlfriend in the off season, but as soon as it's season time, they're out. Mm-hmm. They're they're gone because yeah. it takes so much focus to be the best that there's no time yeah. for that. Yeah, I don't, there's I, no time for the phone calls. There's no time for the fights. There's no time for the why don't why are you at the gym again? Yeah. Like you worked no. out this morning. Yeah, no. No, I want to be Mr. Olympia, so shut the fuck up and I have to go work out because yeah. this bicep is bigger than this What's one. What's bigger? A universe or Olympia? Mr. Universe. The universe is the biggest. Wait, no, one. no, 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 no. No. Mr. Mr. Olympia is the top. Is the top one. Is the top, yeah. Okay. Mr. Olympia is the top. Mr. Olympia. Mr. Olympia. Okay. That's interesting. Um wait. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the one that Arnold won like seven times. <laughs> I've yeah. already won. Yeah. 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 That's Listen to bet. me, Lou. I called my mom. I told her that I I already won. She said, "Congratulations." 
<laughs> the, the competition was the next day. Yeah, it was the next Isn't day. Isn't that great? That's the best. That is really something. But you know, I was when I was That is really remarkable. Yeah, when I was com- um starting to get into um competitive shotgun shooting. Yeah. Now I I never took it really to like any kind of major level, but I was getting really good at it on a uh recreational level and I started shooting what are called registered birds, meaning they're recorded by the Pennsylvania Skeet Shooting Association. And then yeah. if you get to a certain level, you can actually compete statewide. And then if you win regional, national, et cetera. So <coughs> yeah. this was before I moved to New York. I didn't never I didn't know I was gonna move to New York. I thought I'd be in Pittsburgh for a lot longer. Yeah. So um I I was I, I noticed that when I would get to station six uh, out of eight and I haven't missed a bird, I would get super nervous. Because I'm like, oh my god! I just I'm close. I I just got four straight on station six. I haven't missed a bird yet. I got I got six more birds. I got I got to hit six more. Okay, that's it. All right, and I would get super nervous and I'd fuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got these like mental training, like they're not 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 cassettes anymore, but yeah. you know, like like, like see, sports psychologist stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And this guy um, trains. I'm Olympians. And he, because a, a sports psychology is huge in the Olympics, because like they were interviewing. Dude, the Penguins hired one for Flurry. Oh yeah, they were they were interview. Jeff Reed had one, because mm-hmm. um, their their positions are so stressful. But they were interviewing it um, in this in the uh, in this last Olympics. They were interviewing like a down downhill skier. Yeah. And the interview was like, so Stacy, so uh, I saw that you threw up before the race. Oh yeah. She was like, oh, I was super nervous and I threw up and then I I got in position. So think about like this is the Olympics, right? So when when this guy trains Olympians, he tells them the night before to. Or maybe whenever, whenever you want to start this, but especially like the like the night before, I am the 2018 downhill Olympic champion. Uh huh. Not I'm going to be. No, I am. Even though it's not till tomorrow. So he, he borrows Arnold's mentality. Yes, you have to convince yourself that, that you've you, won, that you've already won, and you're doing it. You're yes. doing it. And when um, I was watching one of the strongman documentaries and one of the guys from Iceland say said that he runs a lift in his head a million times. And when he goes to do it, it's just one more. Yeah. Mental is so important. See, see, Tiger Woods, father taught him from when he was like four. This is how you putt. Yeah. So when he's standing to win. You yeah. know, the the British Open. Yeah. Okay, it's, and he has like a 12-foot putt to win it. Yeah. he in a billion people are watching. He doesn't blink. No, doesn't phase him. Isn't that him. something? But, that might be the most pressure there is. But then his wife hit him in the head with a nine iron. Well, because he was and, banging the apple. And now, now he can't play golf to save his life. Well, he played good today. Physically, he's yes. fine. Physically, he's fine. But Mentally, yes. His father died. The edge went away. His life became a disaster, and he mentally can no longer play the game. The edge well, he, left he, him. He mentally he, he can mentally play the game. He can no longer mentally win. Right. He or he can no longer mentally be dominant. See, when Michael Jordan's dad was murdered, I didn't even know that. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, that's the oh, first time I ever heard that. Really? I I did not know he that. He was on the side of a highway, and he was he was he was murdered. 
and they didn't know it was Michael Jordan's father. Okay. I thought that now looking back, I'm surprised that Michael now because of that, he he quit. Was he, he playing baseball at this he, time? He went to play. No, he then he, he left to play baseball. Okay, because his father wanted him to be a baseball player yes. or something along those lines. So he wanted to do something for his dad. Yeah. But what baseball did was help him get the edge back for basketball. Yes. Yep. Yep. If he would have continued, I'd think everybody's like, well, he would have won those two. I don't know. Yeah. I think baseball gave him a relief. Yep. And he got the. He got it out. The eye of the tiger came back. Yeah. Like he, he, yeah. Something happened where he was like, okay, I recaptured whatever mm-hmm. it was yeah. to be great. And yeah. then he came back and did it. Yeah. So you, so I guess every athlete needs that. Once that edge is gone, you can't like get it back at will. It, you no. kind of have to just, and Sid's probably just like, I'm going to ride it as long as I can. I'm not going to yeah. stop. Yeah. You know? Well, you want to know something. When I started shooting shotguns, my goal was to shoot. 25 straight. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect game. Yeah. One game. Now, in competition, you always do four. So, technically, if you want to be a competitor, like a real competitor. That means 100. Yes. Okay. You you need to, you can't think in 25s. You have to think in hundreds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I literally, to me, shooting and becoming proficient at skeet was my life's goal. It's like 2009 or 10 or something. Yeah. Well, I remember that. Yeah. So I remember I shot my first 25 straight. And then I won three consecutive Longview Club shooting championships. Well, you're a big deal. And then after that, I was like, I'm done. Because I don't have time to go pro. Okay, I'm not going to be a professional skeet shooter. I'm not going to be an Olympian. Um, I don't have the time or really, I don't think yeah. I have the skill to become the Pennsylvania champion, let yeah. alone a national champion. How many in a row could you do? At, at 50. Height? 50. So you did half of a game. 50 in a row. Half a game. I did half um, a, set. a full competitive game. Okay. That's so pretty good. I shot two in a row straight. That's really that, good. That was the best I ever shot. But, you know, I, I shot. Did that get you? No, you got to be able to do 100. In a row. And, and they are in a row. Like, yeah. you don't do 25, take a water break, and come back. You do yeah. 25, and then you start at one, and you're with four other people. Like, a, a squad is five. Yeah. And you're competing against those other four people. That's something, man. And you're just all standing there. That's pretty cool. Yes. It's, shooting is one of my favorite things in the world. I don't do it much anymore. I, I really miss it. I need a gun. Yeah. Yeah. You should get... um. Well, it depends on, on what you want to do. I mean, I know a lot of our friends... They're into the handguns. That's what people... Because a handgun, you can just throw it in your car, go to the range, shoot a little bit. You can do it indoors. Shotgun shooting, you can't do indoors. Um, I much prefer shotguns. I think they're more simple. I think they take... It's a very different skill than a handgun. Well, I went with you that one day, remember? Yeah. To To the club. Yes. It's a very different skill. It is not about aiming and shooting. It is much more about being able to calculate in your mind very quickly how far ahead of a bird you have to be to shoot it. It's very different than pointing at a target, aiming and shooting. Stationary target. Yeah. yeah. Believe me, I don't think I could shoot a bullseye with a nine millimeter. Like, you know what? I'm not saying it's easy. Right. Okay. Because there are people who think skeet shooting is easy. No. They don't think there's much skill involved. It's very hard. No, they, they don't know what's going on. 
They think trap shooting is the hardest. I'm like, trap shooting? The bird's in front of you. Just shoot at it. <laughs> to me, I'm trap is boring to me. Skeet shooting is a much... Skeet shooting is when the disc comes flying up. It, across it's, you. it's side. Yeah, it's yeah. side to side. It's hard. Trap goes away from you. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, man. When something comes from the side, it's hard to track it. And, yep. Man. It's all about movement. Yeah. It's all about movement. It's, but keeping it level. And, yep. With yeah. the bird, and if there's wind going up with the bird, it's very quick. You got to be very fast. Yeah. It. I remember when I shot more perfect, more like I call it more like professional because these were guys who shoot registered birds. They competed in a, at, at a state level. When I went to shoot with those guys, they're, they're getting ninety nines. Wow. Ninety eights, one hundred. Really? Yeah. I mean, like a ninety nine up there is like just oh fuck, I screwed up. Better yeah. do it again. Yeah. In ninety five, you might as well go home. And you want oh oh ninety five, you lose. Yeah. Like, if I shot 95 straight... Thanks for coming. That's not even... You can't even do anything. You might be able to win at your local club, but you go national or even statewide, a 95 is you might as well... You know, thanks for coming. Throw, exactly. Throw in the towel. Thanks for coming. That's like the best. Because when you are competing at that level, missing one bird means you could lose. You could lose the whole thing. That's something. Missing a bird is like second place. No. Can't miss the bird. Nah, you gotta you gotta hit it every time. You don't want that. Yeah, but Ooh. you know those guys would roll up in pickup trucks, overalls, and they'd have like an old pump action shotgun, all taped up with like an artificially raised comb and all this stuff. And they, I literally, fuck, I think one guy had straw out of his mouth. I swear to God, he's like, "Hey man, what's going on?" <laughs> so we go up there to shoot. <laughs> he doesn't miss a fucking bird, really. And I'm there with my Krieg off, and I roll up in a. In a Benz or whatever, yeah. and I think I'm hot shit. Yeah, and you no. know, and I'm like, get the hell out of here. I'm missing. He goes, well, thanks for coming, buddy. <laughs> he dismissed you quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's like the best. I remember, uh, you know, when when I played ice hockey, man. Yeah, there were these like, uh, I never, I never feared like, okay, ice hockey is a a a, a rich people game. Sure, okay, sure. We all let's just get it in the open. Yeah, that's why it takes a, a lot of time, it's a lot money. of money. It's expensive. Money. Okay, yes. the equipment itself is a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, that's why I'm not. It's a socioeconomic issue. Yeah. You got to be able to afford skates. Yes. Okay. Now, I never really worried about the uh, the other where I go play Mount Lebanon. It didn't really bother me. Yeah. The kids were good, good skill players, but I knew that I was like I could like run them over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they're not tough at the end of the day. Like I could. You know, uh -huh. kick them while they're down a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. What bothered me was when I'd go to these like these the teams out in like Canfield, Ohio, uh -huh. Boardman, yeah, Poland, Ohio, yeah, um, teams out from like you know Butler yeah. Valley. <laughs> these kids they got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're playing with equipment that like I had when I was like six. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my, mighty ducks, yeah, and I'm football like, helmets. Oh my god, <laughs> those kids are animals. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's why these Canadian kids, like the Stahl family, yeah, they grew up on a farm. Oh yeah, they're farmers. Oh yeah, they have like farm boy strength. Yep. These are the people who are like scary. Yeah. These are the these are the guys that I don't want I don't want them hitting me. Yeah. Because exactly. I'm gonna like feel it the next day. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what bothered me. You yeah. know what I mean? There are the kids that come in with a tr pickup truck and like yeah, you know, some kind of stick from 1985, and I'm yeah. like, ooh. You know, I love hearing stories about famous opera singers who come out of like yeah, like Marilyn Horn, one of the greatest greatest singers of all time. She she came out of like. Uh, 
her father's business in like, I don't know, Michigan or something like out of like a cornfield. Yeah. And like one of the most famous tenors of his generation, um, he was discovered because his his family had a farm and he was singing on like a tractor. Yeah. And he would just sing like in like the cornfield. And, you know, um, isn't that weird? Yeah. Farm boy strength. Josh Porter likes likes that one. Dude, farm boy strength. Scary. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, hey, listen, we've, we've gone over an hour. We have? Yeah. It's, uh, we're almost an hour and five you minutes. Know, I'm here to entertain the, the masses. Oh, sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's <laughs> getting late and we want to go enjoy our evening. So, uh, ladies, oh, it's already nine. It's already nine o'clock. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Jason, for being here. And we will oh. see you. We, we will. Cam made an appearance in that beautiful young Mar- Marcy. Was her oh. name or not? Marcy. Macy. I think it was oh. Macy. Marcy's the bartender of Bamboo. That's right. Marcy's. Marcy's beautiful, too. Yes. Marcy. Oh, Marcy's very beautiful. Yes. But I think this girl's name was yeah. Macy. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, FaceTime. And we will see you next week on The Michael Papinchak Show. For all your tailoring needs, head up to Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment.